Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Born on This Day podcast. I'm Bill Antonio. I'm Amanda Barker. And Amanda, I have started the show off today because I want to wish you a happy National Massachusetts Day. No. Yes, absolutely. You're kidding me. That's the day? Yes, which makes your uh, shout out in a minute to be even more super appropriate. Well, Bill... Tell me about Massachusetts Day. August 17th, which I usually know as the day after Madonna's birthday, is <laughs> National Massachusetts Day, which recognizes the first New England colony and the sixth state to join the Union. Named after the indigenous people who populated the area when explorers and later pilgrims first arrived and said, excuse me, you think this is yours? Um, Massachusetts became an incubator for independence, education, and industry. How to observe National Massachusetts Day. Please tell me. During NMD, as we cool kids like to call it, explore all the adventures, history, and more the state has to offer with National Day Calendar. Share your favorites by using the National Massachusetts Day hashtag on social media. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's pretty fantastic, I have to say. Um you do come from a state that I love very much. I will say that. I think Massachusetts is beautiful. <laughs> well, it is it is so fitting that it is Massachusetts Day. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a great state and uh, proud to be from there. And I will say that you mentioned that um, the Pilgrims were the first colonizers. Mm-hmm. And I have to give a very, uh, very special shout out to my favorite Mayflower direct descendant, descendant from the Chilton family. I believe it was Mary Chilton, who was the first person to actually step on Plymouth Rock. One of her descendants is my father, Daniel Barker. He was born on this day. So a happy, happy birthday to my dad today. And now let's read about people born on this day and see if he fits the bill. Absolutely. He- People born on this day are said to be passionate, loyal, generous, and they are loving partners. They are friendly. They are sociable. They tend to have many friends and admirers. Those born on this day are bullheaded and very hard to convince. Yep. They belong to the most selfish zodiac sign, of course, which is Leo. So they are sure to believe they are the center of the universe. But my dad would tell you, well, yeah, he is. Um (laughs) (laughs) And he is generous, loving, passionate, sociable, and uh, a very loving partner to my mom, too. And uh, I send them a shout out. They are not in Massachusetts right now. They are in Florida. I miss them dearly. Happy birthday, Daniel Barker. Well, someone not quite as famous as Daniel Barker, but who is celebrating his birthday today, Robert De Niro has had one of the most impressive film careers of the century, winning Oscars for The Godfather Part II and Raging Bull, and receiving nominations for Taxi Driver, Awakenings, Cape Fear, and Silver Linings Playbook, plus conquering comedy in the Meet the Parents franchise and also producing a number of films and shows under his Tribeca Company logo. He's only a quarter Italian, despite the fame of his Italian-American image, and was born on this day in New York City in 1943. A quarter? I thought he was half. I didn't realize that. His father's Um, like Italian and Jewish. And his mother was Irish, right? Yeah, Virginia. Yeah, Yeah, like from Ireland, I think. Um, And she was a painter, right? She was, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. very interesting life he's had. Yeah, the documentary about his father is really good. Oh, because yeah. he looked, was he looking for the lineage or something like that? Oh, he was or? looking, yeah, or to just understand his father a lot better in a way that he felt he never did while he was alive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, was his father an actor too? No, he was an artist of some kind. Oh yeah. Um, okay. A musician or was he also a painter? I think he was a painter as well. Um, he was born into such an artistic family yeah. in New York. So yeah. it only makes sense that, uh, that acting found him. And he was so hot when he was young. Anyway. <laughs> He's, I mean, the Godfather part two, he's just phenomenal. And yeah. his Italian is very, very good. He's one of, his Italian is some of the best in those films. I'm not yeah. sure if people realize that, um, even though he didn't uh, grow up speaking it. Helen McCrory is one of England's busiest and most admired actors, pl famously playing Shuri Blair in the 2006 Oscar winner, The Queen, as well as playing Narcissa Malfoy. Did I say that right? I don't know. In in the Harry Potter films. Are you not a Harry Potter fan? Not, a, not that big a fan. Like, well, I've Marco, watched them all. Marco would tell us, but yeah. uh, I think I've got it right. Anyway, she's one of the Malfoys. More recently, she appeared in Their Finest and the show's Peaky Blinders and his Dark Materials. What a career. I know. She's married to Homeland star Damien Lewis, and she was born on this day in London in 1968. Superbly talented actor. I love mm -hmm. her. Yeah. Sean Penn became a star with his unforgettable portrayal of Jeff Spicoli in Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and then became more famous for his bad boy behavior in the 80s. In the 90s, he was rehabilitated as an admired actor with his Oscar-nominated performances in Dead Man Walking, Sweet and Lowdown, and I Am Sam, followed by his winning two awards for the films Mystic River and Milk. He was born on this day in Santa Monica, California in 1960. Tysa Farmiga followed older sister Vera into show business, appearing on American Horror Story and the films The Bling Ring and The Nun. She was born on this day in Reddington, New Jersey in 1994. Mark Salling is one of the cast members of Glee who died young, following his performance as Puck on that show with a child porn scandal that was then followed by his death in 2018 at the age of 35. He was born on this day in Dallas in 1982. It's uh, there's like it's a not curse looking... on that show. I swear to God. Yeah, three gone. <laughs> my God, and yeah. and three of the like real leads too. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty um... sure it's Leah Michelle doing it. Like, yeah. <laughs> judging from what I've heard, allegedly. I don't want her to sue us, but I'm pretty sure it's her. <laughs> Maureen O'Hara is one of Hollywood's history's most glamorous stars, starring in three films that are still watched regularly by film fans today, like Miracle on 34th Street, sure is, the original version of The Parent Trap, oh yeah, that was her, and John Ford's yeah. Oscar-winning The Quiet Man. That one I don't know. She was never nominated for an Oscar, but she did receive an honorary award in 2014, a year before her death at the tender age of 95 she was born on this day in dublin ireland in 1920 she is definitely one of the most perfectly beautiful women to ever appear in a movie um, Absolutely. also rather odd she wrote an autobiography in which she basically blamed the hollywood gay cabal for not uh, for her not being nominated for an oscar like she had oh. some really weird ideas about <laughs> okay well it's okay. like um you're a gorgeous woman you're the first person we're gonna make sure gets nominated for an oscar <laughs> sweetheart <laughs> um like even yeah. if you're a conservative nightmare we still love you if you are also a fabulous lady <laughs> so <laughs> yeah did she have any famous children i thought she might have i don't know i don't think so i don't think mm. so i think yeah but she was uh, lovely. The Quiet Man is one of the greatest films ever. Like it's, uh, and it's certainly one of the most beautiful films ever shot in Ireland. Greater well than The Paratrap with Haley Mills and Haley Mills? It, uh, apples and oranges, I guess. You know, it's a tough call. 
I always love the parent trap. It's like, I always wonder with the parent trap, how are these two kids with British accents that have never met each other that are twins? Like, how do they, do they both have the same weird British speech impediment? One living in California and the other living in Boston. It doesn't I don't make know. Any I think sense. you're asking already a lot, a lot of the situation. <laughs> what was the stories of the parents split up when they were young and never like. Yeah. And they each took a twin. That's so, <laughs> never... yeah. That's and abusive. Never... Like that movie should be about them in therapy. <laughs> they, well, and Lindsay uh, Lohan ended up being the, uh, yeah. the the next one in it. And well, there you go. Happened. And also like, I know in my own family, twins who were separated at birth and like, it's not all sunny and roses when they find each other again. So they don't, you don't break into a musical rendition of let's get together. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well that, yes. But then after that, it gets difficult anyway. <laughs> He was once a member of the uber-famous boy band New Kids on the Block. Now he's better known as Marky Mark's older brother. Donnie Wahlberg also starred in the films Ransom, The Sixth Sense, and Saw Two. And he was born on this day in Boston in 1969. Happy National Massachusetts Day to him, too. Uh Uh-huh. Absolutes. Um, I I think it was actually his wife, uh, Jenny, now Wahlberg, Mm that said somebody who knew him really well was watching the sixth sense and then saw him and didn't realize it was him. Like oh. someone he knew really well. Cause and he lost thought, a lot of weight for that role. Yeah. yeah. And then saw his name in the credits and went, wait, what? Yeah. And then put it together that, that, um, I always know that. it's him because when he shows up, I'm always like, Oh my God, what happened to Marky Mark? And that's like, Oh, it's because it's Donnie. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause it's not. Marky that's all Mark. I know. Yeah. Maybe All right, here when. we go. My favorite on the list, Amanda. Take it do away. Do you want me to do it? Do you no, want, you do you want to do take it? it? Uh, okay. All right, I'll do it. All right. Okay, okay. My favorite on the list, Amanda. Here we go. Mae West loved to invest her money and bought all the real estate and diamonds she could get her hands on with her early theater salaries, meaning she was a millionaire by the time she made her first film, Night After Night, in 1932, Amazing. in which she utters one of the all-time great opening lines in an actor's career. She was a rare performer who wrote the scripts of all her own films, including I'm No Angel, She Done Him Wrong, and No Man of Her Own. Then, when censors started taking too many chunks out of her work, she happily gave up making movies and later delighted audiences with a Vegas show featuring herself surrounded by scantily clad bodybuilders. The woman (laughs) who said, when I'm good, I'm good, and when I'm bad, I'm better, was born on this day in Brooklyn in 1892 and died in 1980 at the age of 88. So... Mae West, uh, you are the one who told me fairly recently that she was a millionaire before she yeah. ever made her first movie. Yeah. I think that is so amazing. Stayed amazing. very rich until the end of her life. Um, when her when her neighbors couldn't pay their rent during the depression, she just bought the building and let them live there for free. Um, wow. She she did own a house in Malibu, but when she moved to California to be in the movies, the studio got her an apartment and she loved it, so she just stayed in it for the rest of her life. Oh, and wow. um, also loved a brand new Cadillac every two years and always wow. gave the old one to a convent because it pissed her off to see her, to see nuns waiting for the bus. Cause she said, these ladies <laughs> go and help. Amazing. She said like, these ladies go and help single mothers. They help poor people. They should have a nice ride. They shouldn't have to be waiting for the bus. So she would always give a two year old Cadillac is of course a very, you know, a high quality car and so she would always give her cars to them she was incredible and her stories are amazing and her quotes of course um are just the best you know an orgasm a day keeps the 
doctor away and um, very openly forthright sexuality and um, right. just a real joie de vivre that was so, so infectious. Yeah. Have there been any great movies made about her? Because I can't think of any offhand. No, no, there haven't. I'm sure she's been portrayed in a number of films, but uh, yeah, no, there's never been like a, and it would be hard to find somebody who could really embody her properly. The thing that's amazing Mm -hmm. about her is that like men definitely loved the sex she sold, but women loved her too. And it's not often that like a sex symbol like her who promises something really like um, dirty and, and that kind of fantasy to men is also, also makes women feel comfortable as well, but she was so funny and smart, you know? And so women delighted in her humor as well. And also because she was all about giving ladies permission to enjoy life and to enjoy sex and to enjoy men. And so people like that about her as well. Very true feminist. She was yeah, tiny. in a way, although there's, I'm sure there's a lot about her that would also be considered problematic as well, especially being a woman of her time. Well, but, you um, know, but, but she, also you, you could only do as much as you could do in that sure. time. So yeah. I get that, you yeah. know, uh, I mean, the fact that she owned a house, I mean, it, you couldn't get a mortgage back then without a man right. usually so. right. yeah. or any real estate, all yeah. the real estate. Um, she was tiny too, right? Wasn't she like, she was very tiny, even though she photographed rather chubby. And, um, so people were often surprised when they met her at how small she was because she was very, she had curves and she was round. So it made on film, it made her look, uh, right. chunky. But actually, right. when Scaparelli was sent her uh, her measurements to make a dress for her, she didn't believe them. Because she's like, I've seen her movies. There's no way she's this small. But apparently right. she actually was. And my yeah. favorite Mae West, quote, Mae West quote of all time is, good sex is like good bridge. If you don't have a good partner, you better have a good hand. <laughs> That's great. And I'll leave that there. Tim Bagley had a particularly memorable lilt to his voice and facial expressions that have made him essential to his appearances as Larry on Will and Grace, as well as his reoccurring role on Grace and Frankie and the show Monk and the film Knocked Up. He was born on this day in Minneapolis in 1957. Can't think of who he is, actually. Um, He's the friend on, he's got that really way, like that gaunt way of talking and he'll be like, Will... Are you sure? And he's got like the big eyes and you'd know him if you saw him. Very skinny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think I've got it. I think I've, I've got a picture of who he is. Brady Corbett started as a teenager in the film Mysterious Skin and the show 24. Later, he appeared in Hanukkah's Funny Games and Lars von Trier's Melancholia and has since turned to directing his latest film, Vox Lux, starring Natalie Portman. He was born on this day in Scottsdale, Arizona in 1988. Belinda Carlisle was part of the Go-Go's in the 80s, singing the hits We Got the Beat and Our Lips Are Sealed, before singing a solo career and beginning a solo career that included the hits Mad About You, Circle in the Sand, and Heaven is a Place on Earth. Uh, She was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1958. And yet, for some reason, whenever I think about her, I think of that scene in Truth or Dare when Madonna's two backup singers are imitating her, like the one is chopping her hands on the other one's back and she's going oh baby do you know what that's worth because <laughs> she had that wavery voice anyway yeah yeah <laughs> forgot about that scene julian fellows is married to a lady in waiting to her royal highness princess michael of kent and he's a baron of the peerage but he's probably better known for his film and television work including a best original screenplay oscar for gosford park and a rather popular series called Downton Abbey. He was born on this day in Cairo, Egypt in 1949. Who is he on Downton? 
He wrote, he created the show and he wrote it. Oh yeah. yeah. Him. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Upstairs, downstairs. Yes, of course. Yeah. Uh, I was turning the page, so <laughs> I wasn't paying full And Gosford Park is a movie I still don't get sick of. I watched it again recently and oh, I still really? love it. Yeah. I love it so much. Well, do you still love Julius Harris? I do. Who tall and imposing bear to a number of shows and films in the 70s, including the series Salty and the films Looking for Mr. Goodbar, since it's Massachusetts Day, Looking for Mr. Goodbar and <laughs> Islands in the Stream. And he continued to work until the late 90s. But we love him and know him best as the villainous Teehee in the Bond film Live and Let Die. He was born on this day in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1923, and he died in 2004 at the age of 81. Well, it's Marco and me who love him best in the Bond film, not necessarily you, I assume. I know, you guys are Bond friends. You're Bond bros. Not so much for me. Jesse Klein is an author and comedian who has written for Saturday Night Live. Inside Amy Schumer performs a voice on the series Big Mouth and is frequently a panelist on the NPR radio show Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, which I listen to religiously. She recently Hmm. published her first book and was born on this day in New York City in 1975. This next guy is very interesting to me. Ken Quapis directed the Sesame Street film Follow That Bird. I can't tell you how many times we watched that. that never seen movie. It. Oh my god, it's it's you would like it. It's yeah. it's really good. And there's actually a scene that's really heartbreaking. It's a really great film. And um I could sing you the soundtrack and great performances by so many fantastic actors and Willie Nelson's in it. But um yeah, my brother he was the right age for it. And I think we had the, uh, as I say, DVD, we had the, uh, the videotape of it in my house. And so we, we put it on a lot and oh. I always really, really loved it too. So, uh, and it was, it was shot in Woodbridge apparently oh, okay. up here. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that led to the comedy disaster vibes starring Cindy Lauper. Don't remember that. And the films he said, she said, He's Just Not That Into You, and A Walk in the Woods. He had better luck on television, directing The Larry Sanders Show, The Office, and Santa Clarita Diet, receiving two Emmy nominations, including one for Malcolm in the Middle. He was born on this day in Belleville, Illinois, in 1957. Robert Joy is a great character actor who has appeared in a number of unforgettable roles, including the Oscar-nominated Louis Malle film Atlantic City, the Madonna classic Desperately Seeking Susan, and more recently, the adaptation of The Goldfinch. He was born on this day in Montreal in 1951, and his sister was my acting teacher in oh, university. No yeah. Um, it just occurred to me that I could have done this whole episode with a Massachusetts accent, and I didn't. <laughs> oh, I mean, it probably well. would have felt you like have a lot. failed. Maybe I will do the next one. <laughs> this will be my last one. Fellow Canadian Don McKella has made his mark as a writer, <laughs> actor, and director, appearing in Adam McGowan's Exotica, directing the cult classic Last Night, and writing the film Blindness. He was born on this day in Toronto in 1963. Now, was that actually your accent growing up, or are you making fun of the bullies who made who beat you up in school? Because that's more like what you sound like. <laughs> Uh, A, how did you know Tiffany Camo? And B, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's that's like, yeah, mine was probably a little bit more reserved, but certainly I would sure. have said McKella, and I, I would have probably pulled back. I'm just putting a bit of punch into it. Right, that's what I mean. Because I just don't yeah. remember, I, I can believe you having a Massachusetts accent. I don't, 
I don't believe you being so slap happy as to like shout your your uh, accent <laughs> in my face like that. So you got to hang out with my relatives. I want to say one more thing about Don McKellar. He actually was in. He might have written it too or co-wrote it, but he was in my brother's favorite movie, which is Way Downtown. Oh, okay. Which is, yeah, I don't um, think he wrote which, that, but he is. Yeah, that's a um, Gary Burns movie. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I don't know how it came to be that my brother and I sat and watched it one day in New Brunswick, but we did. And my brother loved it Mm -hmm. so much that I bought him the movie years later. um, And uh, we still reference it. But that's uh, the one where they're like daring each other to not go outside, like to stay in the underground malls or whatever. Yeah, they live, they basically live downtown Toronto and Mm -hmm. they live underground. And uh, not downtown Toronto, I think it's like Edmonton or something. I'm pretty sure it's the West Coast. Oh. Yeah. I might... Uh, I won't take it to the mat, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'll make a bet with you on that. Yeah. Well, now I don't know. I guess I always thought it was Toronto, but now yeah. I'm not so sure. But yeah, anyway, they, they all live in condos that are connected to the... Um, to the underground yeah. and they can all work there. I thought it was, but now I have to rewatch it anyway. And uh, it's a really Typical fun fucking mass holes who think everything in Canada is Toronto and there's nothing else. <laughs> We don't, believe me, we don't even know where Edmonton is. We can't even find Edmonton on a map. Why don't you do Martha Coolidge? Uh, this is a director I absolutely love, and I expressed how much I loved her on Instagram, and she shared it, and that made a, uh, it meant a lot to me. Martha Coolidge has directed too many good movies to count, from her beloved classic Valley Girl to oh the comedy God, so Real Genius, followed by the Oscar-nominated Rambling Rose and the films Lost in Yonkas, Angie, and Introducing Dorothy Dandridge, for which she was nominated for an Emmy Award. She was born on this day in New Haven, Connecticut in 1946. Fantastic director and a great person to uh, round out this really fantastic Massachusetts Day, Daniel Barker, Mayflower Descendants birthday, and of course your birthday if you're listening uh, and if you were born on August the 17th. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. And you can follow us anytime at Born on This Day podcast on any of our social media channels. Once again, I'm Amanda Barker. And I'm Bill Antonyu. And one of us is a Mayflower descendant. I won't say which one. <laughs> Rub it in, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs>